Hello and welcome to another great episode of Sauce Talk. We have a great guest, Margaret is here. The normal robot is in the show for repairs, so I am here in her stead. The computer thing says I am Scottish, but man, I feel like I am Scottishish at best. Scottishisk. Whatever. On with the show. Ladies and gentlemen, we're back yet again with another highfalutin and potentially exonerating episode of Sauce Talk. I hope you're all very excited. You can already hear on the other line, we have a great guest this week. It's Margaret. How are you doing, Margaret? Hi, I'm doing okay. <laughs> Thank Do- you for having me. Doing okay. I feel like we usually get more enthusiasm. Are you, are you really merely doing okay? Um, well, I'm really happy to be doing this. I had what I would describe as a very annoying day. Let's but... hear about your annoying day. Well, I was thinking about if I wanted to share it on the podcast, and there's really like no way to explain how annoying it is without talking a lot about dog diarrhea. And so, so I think we're just going to leave is... it at that. <laughs> no, I, I think it... that's where I'm at. It's... I mean, I feel like you say there's no way to talk about it without talking about dog diarrhea. I feel like you kind of have. I now feel like you've told me about how annoying your day was. Yeah, it was really annoying. You just said, boy, do you know a lot about dog diarrhea? And I said, no. And you're like, well, you would if you'd had my bad day. And I said, sounds annoying. (laughs) Yeah, but we can move on from uh, that. That's why I'm saying I'm okay. Normally, I would object here and really lean into you telling the story, but on, under the circumstances, I'm going to check intro off my list, and I'm going to move on to the second topic, eat anything good lately. Uh, eat any. I have been eating a lot of good things lately because I was given a Cuisinart uh, food processor for Ooh. Christmas by my mother-in-law. And I have just been pureeing up a storm. Pureeing so. up a storm. Everything that comes into the house, straight into the machine, puree. I made my own hummus. Wow. I made my own pesto. I made a juice. I uh, I made a really, but the best thing I made was a grain bowl. I like pureed all, I pureed like kale and carrots and I don't know, some other crap, vegetables. To like this nice consistency and made like a almost like a tapenade tapenade I don't know how you say that word and then I made quinoa and then I added steamed sweet potatoes and lemon and a bunch of good stuff and it tasted like one of those bullshit twelve dollar grain bowls you buy sometimes only way better I I, I buy those bullshit twelve dollar grain bowls very frequently. <laughs> And mine was so much better. It was crazy how much better mine was. I will say, I, I don't feel like I am accustomed to having all of the non-grain parts run through a food processor first. That sounds like a surprisingly different animal to that sort of thing. Well, I just, like, I didn't, like, make it, like, super fine, like, smoothie texture. I just, like, did, like, a rough chop of the vegetables, if that makes sense. 
that, that that sounds really good. I used to have a food processor. I don't have it anymore. I do think the main uses I didn't use it a ton, hence the no longer possessing. Yeah. But I, I uh, hummus and pesto were like the reasons I got it, and they when I had it, those were such nice things to do. I wanted it for the soup making potential, but I so far have not hit any home runs making a soup in it. What kinds of soup have you made? Mm, I made a cauliflower sweet potato one, but I like tried to make it a curry and I definitely don't know how to do that. And so it was just kind of bland. And then I made, I, I would call it a garbage soup. I just made a soup with like every vegetable that was about to go bad. Now, when you call it a garbage soup <laughs> and then you follow it up by using vegetables that you say are about to go bad another way to describe those might be have gone bad yeah do you, do you think you're setting yourself up for success no it doesn't I sound don't. like it it's just like it's really a good feeling when you cook something that tastes really good and for a while i was on this like roll and like just every soup i made was just so good tell me about um, some of those I couldn't recall them to save my life. I, I feel like that's that's a hell of a I'm, tease to be like, I'm before sorry. I had this food processor, so now I'm like, I could get some good soup knowledge here. I'm listening. Well, I never I don't have a food recipes. And then it's like, I don't even know what I made. I have no idea. It just, here's what I remember. It was good, but the spoon in my head, I just see silver. I just see the bottom of the spoon. I have no idea. They always have like a lot of turmeric in them. That's what I would say. Oh, that sounds good to me. Uh, yeah, but I don't like follow a recipe, so then I immediately forget. Like if something's really good, I immediately forget what I did. Gina and I are diametric opposites when it comes to cooking, and Gina is much more your style. And like, I'm gonna make this food. I know what I want to be in this soup. And that's pretty good. And I am like, well, the recipes here. Why would they told us how to make it? They yeah. said what would be good, and I am just like, well, we should have a good reason if we're going to use half a cup instead of three cup of chopped onion. And she's like, yeah, well, I chopped this much to so deal with it. And so, like, we yeah. are often at odds. It sounds like you would be on her side. Yeah, I've like, I would like almost use the word bullying. Like, I, I often make fun of Michael like pretty brutally because he like uses measuring cups. And I, so it sounds, I just think it's crazy. It, it, it sounds like we are at. Like the four of us, we are representing everyone because I know another person who would use the word bullying, and that's Gina, who will frequently be like, you know what? I think uh, everything's chopped. Why don't you go on out to the living room? Why don't, why don't you go have a time someplace else? And I'll yeah. let you know when I have completed this meal myself because I don't need any more of your input. Yeah. It's hard. But is she a good cook? Uh, yeah, she does very well. Um Especially, it is all often embarrassing, like, <laughs> that I will be so direct about, like, well, obviously we have to do it this way, and I screwed this thing up, and we gotta fix all this. And she's like, you know what, let's just, don't worry so much. Cause don't worry so much is probably the thing I should, I shouldn't listen yeah. to the most. I, I often worry too much, and especially, I'm the only one who's gotta eat it. If she says to do it, and I like it, and we both like it, what the hell is the problem? That's true. But I, I can't cool, and I'm just like, oh. You sure you're gonna you sure you're gonna brown those that much? And she's like, "Shut the fuck up!" I get a lot of that. And I, and I'm <laughs> I right do to get sometimes it. like worry, like if I make something that's really good, like I made a taco salad two nights ago, and I was like, "This is so good." But I remember I asked Michael if I thought if he thought like normal people would think it was good, or like people who weren't us. Like I feel 
in a way, I feel like I've just come so far in learning how to cook. And like now I can make food that isn't disgusting. But then sometimes I wonder if it actually is disgusting. I mean, I, I, it, it seems like there's only one audience and you're satisfying <laughs> both members of it. I don't maybe yeah. your child will grow up with weird tastes and be like broken and attempting That's to enter the world or something. But beyond that, I, I it, plenty of people talk about, oh, my mom was a weird cook. Maybe you'll just be the mom who's a weird cook. You know, that I guess I never even once considered how low the stakes were. Oh, if you like point. it, I think you're doing well. It doesn't sound like Mike's complaining. Yeah. Kids going to complain regardless of what you make, so. Yeah. That's that's true. Wow. But worst case, if your kid complains too much, there's always one great fallback and it's our next subject. Yes. Uh I think we should revisit Subway, the the Wonderful. primary topic of our previous conversation <laughs> on the podcast. Um, full disclosure, I will acknowledge, as I, I, I told Margaret before we began recording tonight, I, I re-listened to the uh, Subway Sauces conversation. Wow, uh, I'm sure recently. all the listeners remember it. I, I, that's a great point. There's probably no need because you at home are probably <laughs> like looking through your own notes, remembering all your favorite parts, thinking, oh, I am due a re-listen. Uh, back catalog, back to... Some pretty early episode available. Well, I mean, some listeners may have suffered because it was not available to the public until recently. It's true. So perhaps, you know, newcomers to the podcast have not heard it. If if you have been waiting for your chance to re-listen, why not jump on it? Um, And especially given that, you know, it's just a fact. That episode... We talked about Subway sauces, and what do you think this podcast is called today? Sauce Talk. There's a direct through line in this podcast's <laughs> history, and it, it, it concludes, I hope concludes, I hope there's not 10 more transitions coming here, but it seems like this podcast is about sauces. That's the first episode that was, hmm, that yeah. might not be true, but it was a primary episode that was mostly about sauces. Wonderful. Uh, so, the first, I have... Two big takeaways from our previous episode. Uh, the first one is that I have still to this day not had the tuna from Subway. Well, I think that's okay. I, I think so too. I mean, obviously by my actions, I make it clear that I think it's okay. But listening to it, like we discussed it, and especially we discussed the idea of putting buffalo sauce on the tuna at Subway. And I was like, that that's what so I, that's what I'm going to take from this. I'm going to go out into the world and I'm going to do that. And I, I'll tell you, I never did it. Well, what's holding you back? I'm afraid to eat the tuna from Subway. Okay. Well, not to bring up diarrhea for a second time. <laughs> so Boy, oh, the podcast. Okay, there we go. And I won't, but I will say that I am not going to be eating the tuna from Subway anymore. Oh, boy. <laughs> so, so um, I'm going to have to take back what I might have gotten the right way here. <laughs> I had. Well, I, I'm sorry to hear that, but also <laughs> suspicions confirmed, it sounds like. I, I bet it wasn't the buffalo sauce's fault. I um, didn't, I never did make it with the buffalo never sauce. Never did do it. And I'm not anti-Subway. I'll never be anti-Subway unless, you know, they do something like horrible. But Like poison a bunch of people with spinach? 
or yeah. tuna. Or like have a pedophile be their spokesman. What would be horrible <laughs> at this point? Something really bad. Um, <laughs> have a second pedophile. Like, exactly. No, I'm just going to stick with, like, a veggie sub or, like, sometimes on a special occasion, like a veggie patty. So let's let's go ahead and jump into that. That was another thing I wanted to talk about. What is your current relationship with uh, Subway? How have things changed in, in the time since we last spoke about it? Would you say more Subway, less Subway? It's definitely less Subway. I would say that I did eat like kind. There was an uptick in Subway after we recorded our podcast because I just had it on the brain. Mm-hmm. Um, but just over, there's like no way I'm ever going to reach the highs I was once at when I lived above a Subway. They were very high. It yeah, like <laughs> high highs. <laughs> it's just not. It's just not as convenient for me to get Subway. Mm-hmm. I. Okay, it's like late January. I would say I've had Subway. I have not had Subway yet this calendar year, but I have had it within the last month, within the last thirty days. I uh, my my story is very similar. After recording the episode, I ate so much Subway. I was in there every day. That's all I wanted for lunch. I was very excited. Since then, I haven't had any negative experiences perhaps because i don't eat the tuna definitely but uh nothing nothing like that but it has fallen off to the point that i would i've not had it this calendar year i would bet i've not had it i've maybe had it about a month ago it's probably about once a month at this point and i do work in a building that has a subway yeah i mean that's kind of a tough ball for them yeah you know? like it, it's, it doesn't reflect well upon them like i can go to like basically at work i will go to the weird cafeteria thing and get a veggie burger if i don't bring my lunch but i successfully bring my my lunch at this point i've been doing well it's it's usually four to five days a week that's really impressive. And, and yeah, well, it, it's been a very concerted effort and I've done well with it. But then, you know, every now and then, like it's a, a Thursday and I'm like, oh, that veggie burger sounds so good. I'll go get yeah. that. I very rarely am like, oh boy, that subway sounds so good. It's drawn me in and I head over that way. I have two things to say about my sister right now. And I think she's going to like it because I think she's going to listen to this podcast. Well, we're always welcome new listeners. So this sounds great. Yeah. What do you guys say? One. Ever since we recorded our Subway podcast, every time my sister gets Subway, she texts me about it and, like, just lets me know, <laughs> usually her whole order. Did she tell you which sauces? She, yeah. She tells me the whole, whatever she's that's doing. Um, so that's that. I think we did, like, recruit a new Subway fan. So she was not previously a a, 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 a subhead? She wasn't a subhead, no. Um <laughs> I mean, I don't think she was, like, against it, but she wasn't into it the way I was. Um, And the second thing I will say, and this is about packing a lunch, is that she, her, like, New Year's resolution or whatever, she made a calendar for herself, and and then she made a key with different symbols. And one of the, like, so she gets, like, a circle or something if she packs her lunch, and she gets to draw a circle on her calendar, and she said it's been, like, incredibly motivating. That sounds really good. I've heard of that sort of thing about people talking about like using a calendar and that way once you get a streak, you feel like I have to do it today. 
Yeah. Because I want to keep the streak. I don't. Otherwise, I'll be back to zero tomorrow, and then I'll have to start all over again. And but so I, I think that guess what was interesting to me about her calendar, and she stole it from someone else, is that she just has a series of symbols, and like you would not know what she's doing if you found it. Like I know she gets three triangles if she does something else, and, like, and a squiggle for like going to the gym. Three triangles sounds pretty good. Like a squiggle, whatever. Whatever you got to do for three triangles, I think I want to do that. I like the yeah. sound of that. Wow. I mean, what's your three triangles? <laughs> I don't even know. I don't do much. Uh, <laughs> but there's one other thing I do. One thing I have started doing since our last conversation. Boy, oh boy, do I enjoy mayo and sweet onion sauce. Oh, so good. That as based I had never had it before we talked about it and now it is Best. my favorite thing to get there. I'm so happy to hear that. I see I'm like immediately craving Subway. Wow. And it's I'm just thinking like honestly, <laughs> if you told me I'm gonna get that Italian urban cheese and they're gonna put a layer of spinach and then some mayo and sweet onion sauce, I'm like, that's honestly fine. I'll just have that. Wow. That sounds really good. It sounds really and then and then but I'm also I'm gonna get some banana peppers and I'm gonna get some red onions and some green peppers and that's all you need right there. Wait, and, you don't have any cheese? Oh, I there will also be. Um, I usually just get the American cheese at Subway. I don't yeah. know why. I'm not normally an American cheese forward guy, but I don't feel like a lot of their other cheeses have a lot of flavor. They don't. You get that pepper jack. It doesn't do much. You get that Swiss, and it's like it's not even there. So I, I get you get a little tang from that American. So I usually do that. I've never once ordered the American cheese there. Maybe I will. It's a white American, so uh, mm. something about Republicans. I, I'm not going to connect the dots, but yeah, uh, pretty good overall. So, do you have any any other? Big... Oh! <laughs> Michael's peeking at you. He was hilariously directly behind my window that I had pulled up <laughs> for uh, recording this. Hello, Michael. How are you tonight? He already left. Oh, he's already uh. gone. Um, he's trying to go uh, get a prescription for our dog. Is this related to the story we decided not to tell? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is. Um, he's got to run to Walgreens. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Oh boy, I need. To, I'm not going to talk about diarrhea again. This podcast. Yeah, I if, if you, I can, make, I can just keep <laughs> making tally marks every time you attempt to bring it up. Yeah, I have to my stop three you. triangles is going to be talking <laughs> about diarrhea less it's, than five times on a podcast. I, exactly. I think it should be like your three triangles is I snuck on a podcast and started talking about diarrhea, and like it could be like a call-in thing, or it could be like they submit emails, or there's like. I'll just, I, I know this guy, Johnny, he does a podcast sometime. I'll just get on there and be like, so anyway, uh, so much dog diarrhea everywhere. It was so bad. Oh, it really was. Um, oh, oh Jesus. God. Anyway. Hey, uh, here is the hardest transition we could possibly have. Margaret, what sauce are you bringing to the table this week? Oh, my God. Okay. Well... I don't really have like a sauce. I told you I had a sauce adjacent. Mm-hmm. Um, I guess I want to talk about my food processor again. Okay. And I need to know like what what's the best thing I can make in it. I don't know. Do you have you're, you're asking me what the best <laughs> thing you can make in a food okay. processor. This feels like <laughs> this is a bad first podcast. off potentially unknowable. 
I don't know how to how to decide. <laughs> doing a bad job this time. I was so correct. good last time. Um, I <laughs> I don't know. Basically, I don't know what's open to me in the world. But I do know when I first got it, I tried to make a pasta sauce in my food processor, and it was gross. Sounds rough. It was the wrong texture. It was all the right flavors, but it, like the texture of a smoothie over noodles, and it tasted really bad. I'm not sure if I've told this story before on the podcast, or if <laughs> perhaps people are aware of this generally in their own life experiences. But I, uh, in the past and to the current day, have enjoyed uh, reading and using the recipes of the Pioneer Woman. Do you know the Pioneer Woman? Mm, I like have heard that title, but no. <laughs> now, perhaps it is bestowed upon many people. I am uh, <laughs> speaking specifically about one woman who's, uh, I can't think of her name, but she has red hair and she has one of those like names that's barely a name. And is it Ina Garten? No, it's not her. I don't uh, think she has red hair. Let's. Uh, I'm gonna. Hmm. Here, well, just fuck it. There's gonna be a. No, her name's Ray Drummond. Ray. Oh, Ria. R H E A. Yeah, but it's not <laughs> Ria Drummond. That's the fucking rapper, right? I don't know. I think the most famous Ria is Ria Perlman from okay, Cheers. It's, it's Ray Drummond. Not Ray. Who's the rapper named Ray something? Uh, Ray Streamund. I definitely don't. That may know not be that how is. you say that, but yeah, I was trying to say both of those at once. Anyway, uh, are they the Pioneer Woman? <laughs> one of them is the Pioneer Woman, and it's oh. the white woman with red hair rather than the guy Wait, who is a rapper. Is she a contemporary to us? I think she's older than us, but not even. She's alive? Since. Yeah, I believe she has a sh- cooking show on. The Food Network to this very day. Oh, hmm. I'll look into it. You uh, like her recipes? I do like her recipes. I will say, very meat focused, so less of a focus for me now than it was in the past. Hmm. Uh, also, sense. she talks a lot about how her husband uh, castrates cattle. She loves working that into it. Like for her, that's like her dog diarrhea. <laughs> and that any chance she gets to Oh, she doesn't up. like it when it happens? No, no, no. She loves to tell it? everybody about it. Oh. Um, but yeah. uh, <laughs> anyway, I remember diarrhea. one time I wanted to make a good pasta sauce from scratch. And yeah. I was like, I'll go to my friend, the Pioneer Woman. I'll see what she has to say. And she was like... Here's the recipe, and she always—it's like any other recipe website. And there's a million pictures of all the ingredients. Like a really long story. That's a annoying. really long story, and uh, and then she's got a paper bag with something in it, and she's like, "That's oh. the mystery ingredient. We'll get to that at the end." Whoa! That's and like- I was like, "Holy shit! This is perfect because everybody talks about how you can't make pasta sauce quite right. It never comes out, you know, as good as at a restaurant or whatever." And she's got the secret. I'm like, fuck yes. And so I'm just scrolling through this thing. And she's got all the stuff you'd expect. It's like the most basic, typical pasta sauce recipe. Okay. I'm kind of on the edge of my seat. And she gets to the end. And she's like, and now you got it nice and simmering. It's a good temperature. It's time to add that special ingredient. And she opens up that paper bag. And fuck if it isn't 
a jar of pasta sauce from the store. Oh, that's disappointing. And she's like, I don't know fucking how to make it taste like this. So I just add some regular pasta sauce at the end. Oh, my God. Why on earth would I make this? I'm just going to go buy that then. I'm not going to spend the whole day to be like, well, I made a little bit more of that sauce. And then I added sauce from the store. Great news. I saved $3 in three hours. I'm the smartest man in the world. I was blown away that she would have the audacity to put this online. Uh, but she did. I bet it's. I, did, I obviously did not make it, but it did make me think. Like, okay, I have a theory. Yeah. Okay, I think, and like with most of my theories, I don't have enough information. Um, but I think it's Ina Garten. She always says store bought is fine. Do you, have you heard of this? Is it about adding butter? Just like adding any ingredient. Like that's okay. like one of her catchphrases. And people like find that really endearing because it makes them feel like, you know, less intimidated. I do. Uh, I feel like. And I, maybe she was trying to find her own store bar to find, but she like didn't understand, like, why that is good. I I think that makes sense, and that might still be the way to the way to get to where you want to go because we are all just so confounded as to how to make something taste like this. Uh, it could also be that it's just because I'm not Italian. Maybe if yeah. I was Italian, I'd make it and it would taste better. I've made a lot of good pastas in my day with a good sauce, but I think, yeah, sometimes I just take it. I get too arrogant. And then, you know, it's too bad. Tell me about too arrogant. What happens? I like pure everything for no reason or like... Um, <laughs> Stuff like I just like lose track of what I'm doing, or like I'll sometimes like be like have like a really amazing like thing going, and then I'm like, you know what I should add to this, and it's like just a bad idea. Generic, right? I'll be like turnips, turnips. Oh my god! (laughs) And then I'll just put it in; it'll like ruin everything. But I'm making myself sound like a worse cook than I am. It sounds like you mostly do it right, but every now and then. Yeah, I just, I want to be a good cook, but I, like, refuse to study. So, it's hard. But I decided I have to, like, I think just, like, part of my life now is, like, I just have to learn to enjoy cooking because I have to cook all the time. Because it's required, I feel. Yeah, so it's, like, I might as well get on board with this. Do you try to make, like, a giant meal that has leftovers and carries on for a while, or are you much more a just to the point, get this meal out? Um, I try to somewhere in the middle. I'm not good at eating leftovers. They just like don't sound good to me usually the next day. I guess my three triangles would maybe be just actually eating my leftovers. I, it's hard. It is really hard. Uh, I I like to make I I love making chili in the winter. If I make yeah. chili, I will eat those leftovers. Honestly, anything else, I am terrible about it i don't like to take the leftovers to work i like to prepare like a a thing just for that yeah when i get home the next night i was like boy i gotta eat this crappy food that was barely good last night and I'm, yeah i'm, I'm like kind of angry like, about i want to make something new i don't want to eat that again and so yeah. then i'm making a new meal and now i got two days of leftovers and you know those aren't gonna get eaten no and then you run out of tupperware because your fridge is full to the brim with your leftovers you haven't eaten and the big mess. Uh, I this may be my favorite thing about doing this podcast or something is just recognizing these 
shared experiences. And <laughs> yes. like, not that I shouldn't feel guilty about not eating the leftovers, but goddamn, do I never eat the leftovers. And it does feel like, well, everybody else in the world, Johnny, is very smart. And they yeah. all just know I already have food, so I'm not going to acquire new food or make new food. But it, we all we all are just like, man, I don't want to fucking eat lime. I ate that yesterday. I wouldn't yeah. make that again today. Why should I eat it again? Yeah, it seems like annoying. It would be nice to like have something that could be like transformed. I don't like one time. Well, one time at Thanksgiving, we made we. I'm saying we, but it was you and my sister, who I hope is listening to this. This like pea, this pea parmesan pea soup that's always really good, and it's like really simple. It just has like you literally like boil rinds of parmesan till your whole house smells like cheese. And, like, that's your broth. And then you put frozen peas in it and, um, like, a little pasta, like a didolini. And that, that's, like, it. And it's, like, always good. And so we were having, like, a small Thanksgiving gathering. And we were having that, even though it's not Thanksgiving-y. Because um, I knew it would be a hit. But, like, we really suffered from scaling up. And it just, like, went... I don't know, it went wrong. And it was, like, the first thing we served, and everyone was just, like, being polite and, like, sipping it. But it was, like, just water with some peas in it and, like, mm. noodles. Like, it was bad. Um, like, actively bad. And it just made me so sad. And then I spent, like, the rest of the week, like, trying to make that pasta better. And, like, by the end of the week, it was like some kind of bean soup and it was pretty good. Long Tur story. No, turning things into soup is really like the next <laughs> well, level. It was already a soup. I just well, changed the soup. Re re yeah, I mean, that that is a special circumstance. But I do feel like that that is, like, I'm sure there's, it, it's like going up the scale to the galaxy brain. Like the yeah. third one is like, well, I'll just make food that I know I can turn into a soup and then I'll eat that as leftovers and I won't feel bad because then I'm eating it that way. Yeah. Um, it, 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 it sounds, it, it sounds like a good way to go about it. I never think of it in that context. Um, yeah. I also, I would be remiss. Uh, a lot of podcasts or I, I do <laughs> consider this like even more than a podcast. I would say this is a, a news outlet. <laughs> yeah. So, like, if you haven't heard the news of the day, like, what types of animals have diarrhea, you can come here and we'll tell you about it. And then you can you can learn about the news. Yeah. And, and so a lot of other news outlets have a thing where they'll be like, hey, if you were listening last week or reading the paper last week, we fucked this thing up. We made a big mistake. And then so the next one, they'll tell you about the mistakes they made in the last one. Uh-huh. That's one way to do it. Another way to do it uh, is to forget about corrections you're supposed to announce and then be reminded of them like 10 episodes later and then just talk about them then. That so sounds good. I will note that in a much, who knows how long ago this was, months, uh, in a previous episode, I said that a uh, friend of the podcast, Babs Myers, once told me that if I went to the uh, counter at the deli or whatever and was like, cut that fucking Parmesan rind off the Parmesan and give it to me for free, 
that they would do it. No way. Now, I will also say I also offered to pay for it, and they wouldn't do that either. But Wait, did you swear at them? Of course. Now, I, I, may, I, I know I am a podcaster, and I have a, a big persona, and people love to hear my hot takes and how loud I get. But I actually am not like this. I did not say, give me that fucking Parmesan, right? You fucking asshole. No, I didn't do any of that. I was like, can I please have And they're like, no. And I was like, I'll buy it. And they're like, no. And then I was like, goodbye. And then I walked away. And I was like, you're right for being mean to me. Um, but I just, I, I realized I never returned to that. Babs contacted me after that and was like, I didn't fucking tell you that that was free dipshit. Obviously, <laughs> you have to buy things. They sh- sh- perhaps should have sold you that. I don't. In fact, I, that may that may not have been, even been true either. I know that they would not allow me to acquire the rind in any fashion. It wasn't allowed. You have to buy the whole. You have to, I, like, so I got to buy a wheel of fucking cheese. Okay, forget that. None of this is happening. Yeah, it is hard to save your rinds because Parmesan is expensive. How often are you buying Parmesan that you're saving rinds? Well, because the soup is usually so good. So also, how, I eat like a lot of pasta. I run. I, okay, it sounds like you eat a lot of pasta. Okay, yeah, that's what I'm I run at. an Instagram account called Name That Noodle. I don't know if you follow it. Well, I'm, give me ten seconds, but go ahead and tell your story. Um, it's like a little bit dormant now because it's just like not practical to eat. Sounds that many like it might be coming back. <laughs> But anyway, I run an account called Name That Noodle. I used to run it with my sister, but she um, is no longer interested. So for a while, I was eating like a crap load of pasta. And then you need Parmesan for most pasta dishes I make. So I, I buy a lot of Parmesan. I'm really good at naming the noodle that's the swimming pool noodle. Did you name? Did you comment on it? Well, I I didn't comment. I don't know if that's necessarily my place, especially months. That was our April Fool's joke. It's a pretty good one. I really enjoyed that. But thank you. It looks like a lovely month in advance. Does it doesn't have to be you know an everyday thing? But I do hope I do hope that as you uh, continue to eat pasta, I'd love to see some updates on there. That looks like a fun thing. Yeah. What happened was I had to realize that like I just need to be able to repeat noodles. I, I was you were just, not repeating noodles. There's so many posts. Well, now, now I am repeating noodles. But at first, I felt like I couldn't. One, did you I eat like thirty always, different noodles? Yeah, I, I ate like all of those noodles. That's so many noodles. Like a couple times, we got submissions, and one time we like pulled one off the internet. But like, I basically ate, bought, and ate all these noodles. Um. This, this is the early plug <laughs> section. Everyone. <laughs> Please feel free to pause the podcast. Yeah. Follow Name That Noodle on Instagram. No spaces. But I searched it with spaces. It came up. You'll get there. I never would. I, I just assumed like 40% of these were rotini. Like just scrolling <laughs> no. through quickly. That's absurd. I don't know. I, I don't think I've eaten this many types of noodles in my whole life. I feel like I've eaten fewer than 15 different types of noodles. Um, when we were in Alton for Christmas, Michael's family is like really into like, um, I don't know, like going around the table and saying stuff. And so I asked everyone to name their favorite noodle around the table. Was, was there a lot of diversity in answers or did it all come? There was a like a lot of panic. This was the Midwest. There was like a lot of panic. I think people don't eat that many different kinds of noodles. I, I, I am here to vouch for that. Yeah. I don't think I eat that many different kinds of noodles. So what's your favorite noodle? I think I said rotini a second ago. I, I love I love a short. I don't like 
I like the angel hair under the right circumstances, but I do find it difficult to eat. And some people are like, why do you need that spoon? And I'm like, well, I want the spoon, but I don't want me to have the spoon. Yeah. And I can't have the spoon. I don't want it at all. Um, yeah. But so I, I, I do. I like I like a short noodle. So I would say let's, mm. let's say a rotini. What is your favorite noodle? Um, it changes, but probably at the end of the day, it's a fusilli. That's fun. I did not know what that was until I saw the Seinfeld episode. Fusilli dairy. Yeah. yeah. I remember like I, I remember asking my mom what this what was going on because it made no sense to me. I had never perhaps as a Midwesterner growing yeah. up in the late nineties or like we did, we didn't fuck with fusilli. Like yeah, we got, we got the short ones and we got the long ones. Which ones do you want? Yeah, uh, there was a lot of like long, short noodles. Yeah. Well, there's a whole world of noodles out there. Boy, you know, if two years from now when you're back on here, I'm like, welcome to Noodle Talk, and I've like <laughs> changed everything about me. And I'm like, you know what? All I care about is how there's 50 kinds of noodles, and I'm gonna have them all. I'm definitely going to make a new name that Noodle Paws soon. Now that I know you follow, just to like remind you it exists because i sometimes go months and months without posting well i i don't think you should go out of your way but i think when the <laughs> opportunity arises especially if you're eating this many different noodles yeah i, well, I think I'm, this is a, a a a good uh side hustle like when i first when we were first doing it we were posting like a couple times a week and like it was too many noodles <laughs> So but were, there was like a lot of user engagement at that point. But now I think because of the algorithm, like not that many people see it, it my noodle It bumps you back post. down because there's not enough posts. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I will say 50 followers. Do you know all these people? No. I That's don't. pretty good. I was going to say, I, it's not like I get on here and I see a bunch of people that like Mike was like, hey, fucking follow this account or else we're not friends anymore. Like I it. I don't know them. It seems like I mean some of them seem to be like mutual. Noodle. We have mutual friends, and then like I just like searched noodle and Instagram, and then I followed a bunch of accounts, and like um, there's like a lot of noodle accounts on Instagram. Now, how do the other noodle accounts differ from yours? What makes yours better? I'm the only one that demands you name it, and um, I'm also the only one. I'm the only one that demands you name that noodle. Basically, so it really it, it demands people participate. Yeah, and most people get it wrong. I I guess I have like a snarky response if you get it wrong, or I try to. But like I also had to stop posting so often because it's hard to come up with like noodle puns, and it was I'm just a lot of work. <laughs> I'm excited to see what you think good answers and bad answers are. Um, <laughs> I did comment on the most recent post, which is not. It's three weeks ago. That's not that far. That far. No, back in but the past. do you see how few people engaged? There, I see seven comments. Not, but like half of that is just me responding. I do see most of them are named <laughs> that noodle. You are right. Yeah. Well, and you are very, now. Now, do you think it might be that you're so very rude? Do you think that's why people stopped following? That they were <laughs> insulted for doing the thing you asked of them. Um. Uh, no, I that's think off that's, the table. We don't have to I worry think about if that's, that's what true. they like. <laughs> no, so two things are true. One, everybody likes being insulted when they do what you ask, and two, we don't know why people stopped following this account. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think anyone stopped following. They just stopped engaging with it when I post. They were afraid to reply, but we don't know why. <laughs> but also, you insult everyone who replies. Yeah, unless they get it right. Well, I I, I hope I got it right. Oh, God, I can't wait to see, but I'm not going to look right now because I'll get sucked in. 
I, I like the idea that like 20 minutes from now it's just me talking while you're replying to every <laughs> single post you can find on Name That Noodle. Um, <clears throat> so, as we discussed previously, I do not believe in uh, New Year's resolutions. Yeah. I don't believe in the New Year anymore, in fact, you might say. Oh. Um, but I, I do believe in personal reflection and always seeking opportunity for change and one of the things i thought about was i'd like i was like what do i like in a podcast and then how is my podcast dissimilar from that <laughs> and i was like well i like listening to really silly podcasts and my podcast i just <laughs> scream at people and make them tell me sauces they like and we don't goof around much and so i was like i'd like the podcast to be sillier i'd like it to be more fun and so I don't, uh, I'm, I'm not, if you're a repeat listener out there, you might remember a couple episodes back, I had an episode where Dave Artman and I talked about mummies. And oh. we figured out how mummies, kind of bullshit, don't really do that much. Uh, don't have any, especially as monsters go, pretty shitty. Yeah. And then, so I've been like, looking for more weird things we could talk about, and the other night, I received an email that I think is going to be our final segment uh, on the podcast. We're already at the end? <clears throat> already. You know what? Go ahead. That's fine. Just keep going. If you, I, I can just fill for the next hour if you just like <laughs> desperately need this to not end. I will say we were 40 minutes into this. I, I think well, I just, I had one other fast food thing I wanted to talk to you about well, before, like, actually I had two other fast food things I wanted to talk to you about before. <laughs> Okay, two, first off, let me let me say, the last segment's by far the longest one. So okay. don't be concerned that I'm about to shut this shit off. Secondly, I could probably work it in. Like, I, no, I think we should. Oh, mine is also fast food related. I so knew it. it I seems, knew it would be. Why don't you go ahead and go first with one of yours? Okay, my first is just like, I know you were saying this is a place where people get news. This is just, like one of the, like if you don't know about what's going on in the world. And you need to find out. I think you can listen to Sauce Talk. You'd be like, now I know everything I need to know. I don't have okay. to worry about, like, seeing what's going on in the world. Well, this is kind of sad news. But I, if you don't know already, Taco Bell has discontinued the Grilled Stuff Burrito. And that was my favorite item to substitute as a vegetarian. And you know why? why is because that? of the sauce. What sauce? I don't know. It was like grilled stuff burrito sauce. I have no idea what it was. Walk when you order from Taco Bell. Tell me, tell me everything that happens. What's the first thing you do? Well, normally I would say I would like a grilled stuff burrito with no. So you meat. say that into the drive-through machine, and then they'd say, "Do you want extra beans?" And I'd no. say, "No." So you've already, no, you've already done it wrong. Just omit. I'd say hi. How are you? No, no, I wouldn't no. say how are you. <laughs> are, do you use the Taco Bell app? <laughs> no, I don't. The Taco Bell app, as a vegetarian, is a complete game changer. Wow. You can put your order in through the app and make all the substitutions you want. And in my experience, they never fuck it up. I'm always so paranoid that they're, they fucked it up and I'm secretly eating meat. I, I, I am... I, I've had, not at Taco Bell, but at another restaurant, I recently got a delivery meal that was 
not supposed to have meat in it, and it did have it. I, I feel like I'm very good at being like, this is this is meat. I'm not doing it. I don't. I think Taco Bell is good at this. And if you get in there, the extent to which you can customize things is truly incredible. Okay, I'll I'll download it. Whatever, whatever so, this sauce is, you can you can do your googling and research, and you can put it on something else. I'm sure of it. I haven't had the grilled stuff burrito, but I'm so I, sorry for you that you never had it. It was so good. Tell me, tell me what's notable about it. it was grilled. It was stuffed. <laughs> had the meat. It was like a bulky. Like it could be your only item. It never mm. was for me, but it could be your only item, and you'd be like, I'm full afterwards. Uh, it was like really big. I'm just, uh, it was just so good. Do you, do you ever get the quesarito? I got it. Like, Michael ordered it for me after mm-hmm. the bad news. He was, um. So you tried this as a substitute for Yes. Food. Okay. So and it like, sounds like this was an utter failure. I hated it, but I might have just been like really disappointed. Well, it, it might be that you maybe the quesarito with this, if you can add this sauce you like to it. Yeah. Well, I didn't like the like cheese on the quesarito. Then it's not going to work out for you. Yeah. It, yeah. It was like I like fake cheese like that, but I didn't like it in this scenario. Um. So that was my Taco Bell announcement. Oh, it was sad. Um. What was my other? Oh, the other thing I wanted to ask you as a fellow vegetarian pescatarian fast food lover is what you think about the impossible whopper uh, now very presumptuous to think that you know i've had it who knows maybe maybe of course i've had i've had a bunch of i, I went I, like I, in the day <laughs> uh i also did and also <laughs> gina uh also uh similar food tendencies happened to be flying uh home to springfield for whatever uh, when they were testing it in St. Louis, oh, and she, she had read that, and she was flying into St. Louis, and so her parents were picking her up from the airport, and she was like, "By the way, after you pick me up, we're going to the fucking Burger King, and I'm wow. getting this." Um, so she had it before me. I, I think it's a it's a very successful rendition of the uh, the burger. Burger yeah. King is not was never my favorite beforehand, but I do think it is especially. I'm not, I can only think of terms in the negative, but I, I think it is, it makes sense as this sort of burger because the Whopper is all about dumping mayo and pickles and lettuce and tomato and all this stuff and mostly covering up the burger anyway. Yeah. I, I think it works pretty well. I think more than like a Big Mac or something of that nature would work. Yeah. I have like a vague recollection of enjoying the Big Mac sauce, whatever that is, but yeah, I think you're right. So you like it as well? I like it. I don't. I always get it without ketchup. I don't like ketchup. Um, and I did get it um, this weekend, <laughs> and I thought it was a little bit dry this time. But I think that was just, you know, like artist, not artist, <laughs> user error or something. Like not everybody can be thought. Subway. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you Have you had other incarnations of the uh, Impossible Burger? Yeah, I had a really expensive one, and I thought it was disgusting. Like, the first one I got was, like, like a $20 stupid Impossible Burger. Mm-hmm. But I had never had it, and I wanted to try it. And it was, like, too meaty for me. It really grossed me out. I have been 
surprised if not confounded by the range of experiences with it because it seems like it should always be kind of the same yeah it's and that's what makes it it, like hard to trust but i I guess that makes it more impressive as a product in that it is similar to ground beef and that how they prepare it or what they do matters a lot yeah i've had similar to you really bad expensive versions of it but i've also had more expensive ones that i've really really liked and then also i kind of think that i've had it kind of bad from burger king and kind of fantastic from burger king yeah and so i again it it seems like boy it's just it doesn't it just show up at the restaurant like this and you put it on that but i guess not i guess i don't know how this works no i definitely don't i'm happy it's in the mix though have you had the uh the the beyond burger I think so. I must have, but I don't. I don't recall. I have had that as well, and I find that to be much more consistent. Hmm. But it is so dense oh. and filling that I. It's it's like like now I when I have Taco Bell I like I used to eat meat and I'd be resigned like after I eat this I'm just I'm, I'm not going to say dog diarrhea but I'm not going <laughs> to be in a great place. I was like so happy I got out of the Taco Bell conversation without bringing up diarrhea. I was like, Obviously. it was at the tip of my tongue, and I didn't do it. Um, but like now that I I, I don't eat the whatever F grade level ground beef they're putting in stuff, I go yeah. right when I have Taco Bell. I don't necessarily assume I'm going to feel bad. If I eat a Beyond Burger, I just know like it's going to hurt my stomach. Yeah, that's like but, I wonder when I'll stop doing things like that. I wonder too, because I'm certainly not there. Yeah, no, me either. <laughs> um, okay, I I hope right. this is exciting. I have I so I think I've discussed before. I have a, a very basic email address. Uh, yeah, my email address is johnnyair@gmail.com. When this podcast shoots to the top of the charts, I'll be really sad that I said my email right oh, there. Oh yeah, to be a new one, but uh, apparently that's going to be your. Seven. I don't know how fucking long I've done this. But well, I'm definitely going to bring in one more listener. We, we could hit like nine this week. It's going to Maybe be two. Deal. I bet I could get two for you. <laughs> um, but because of that, I receive a lot of emails that are not intended for me. And I uh, think they're mostly just somebody's like signing up for something and they just type in johnnyrgmo.com because it's easy. Like, Maybe they're, oh. like, there's this fucker in Texas named Johnny Rodriguez, and I yeah. get like his credit card statements and all this other stuff constantly, and like that stuff, I think he is legitimately confused about what his email address is because some of it should not come to me. Like, yeah. I, like you don't fucking need these; these seem like emails that you should want to receive. But I also a lot of just like throw away, like oh, I don't want to really give you my address. So somebody types in Johnny R at gmail dot com. Yeah, very annoying. Uh, the other day, this would have been January 18th, so it looks like that was Saturday night, I received an email, thank you for your Pizza Hut order. And I'm <gasps> like, well, that's curious. Uh, I didn't order any Pizza Hut, and I went and looked, and then I always, like, because I'm a very par- paranoid guy, as we discussed earlier, Johnny stopped worrying so much. I'm always like, maybe this is Oh, your identity st- was stolen. Somehow. But like, obviously, it would not be a very good way to steal my identity to also send me emails <laughs> saying, here's me using your credit card. Here's me doing it again. And so sure enough, uh, the payment method listed is cash. 
Okay. So I didn't buy this Taco Bell, so that's good news. But like, does, does if we're going to discuss whether or not this was a scam, do you think? Okay. If 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 you're ripping somebody off now, first off, what is the pizza delivery scam? It's just you send pizzas to somebody's house and they don't want them, right? And then you try and get them to pay you for them. Now, like when people like, I don't know. Like I I feel like you hear about I guess more maybe more of a prank than a scam. Yeah. But I guess that'd be like a hundred pizzas to somebody's house. And then they bring them and they're like mad at you for not taking the pizzas. There's no other prank or scam, right? It's just sending pizzas somebody doesn't want. I mean, are you pranking the pizza delivery driver? Another great question. I mean, who is, if, uh, Who's who the pranky? is this prank? I, I don't know. Uh, hmm. Okay. What did the email address, like, who sent you the email? I got the email from Pizza Hut. It was, like, did it seem official? Yep. I, I, I firmly believe this is a real Pizza Hut order that was placed and presumably delivered. Uh, it is in Fort Collins, Colorado. Okay. Uh, it's delivered to a Fort Collins address from a Fort Collins Pizza Hut. I will say. You have the address? I do have the address, and I will say. You send them a letter. Uh, I could send them a letter. Uh, I did click on both the links, and I confirmed that the Pizza Hut and the address, like the address is in a subdivision. Yeah. And the Pizza Hut is a very nearby Pizza Hut. It's huh. certainly who you would order Pizza Hut from if you lived there. Yeah. Nothing goofy there. And it was at 9.40 p.m. on a Saturday night, not an unreasonable that tracks. time to order. Let's take a look at what they got. Yes, please. One six-piece, naked, large traditional wings. Hmm. So it's six buffalo wings with no sauce. Now, yeah. I don't want that. That sounds shitty. Even if you eat me, I don't... Who is eating... But maybe that's what you want. It's not unreasonable that you want that. Yeah. One breadsticks with marinara. Okay. That's the most normal thing anybody's ever ordered from Pizza Hut. That's that's standard. One medium pan pizza. Buffalo sauce. So already we're off to a weird start. They've have you ever had a pizza with buffalo sauce on it? I've dipped a pizza in buffalo sauce. Certainly, but this I will tell you this does not have marinara sauce on it. Okay. It says buffalo sauce on. It. And and also this person is on record as not wanting wings <laughs> buffalo with buffalo sauce, sauce on their buffalo wings. Now, if you bring me some buffalo wings, make sure there's no buffalo sauce. However, <laughs> should you bring me a pizza, no red huh. sauce, buffalo sauce. So, buffalo sauce, that's a good start. Point two, extra sauce. Extra so, buffalo sauce. Yep. Not only is there buffalo sauce, there is extra buffalo sauce on this And it's pizza. only six wings total. Yes, there are okay. only six wings. Okay. So here, this pizza so far, we have buffalo sauce, extra sauce. I guess it's an aggressive pizza. You're going down a certain road. Yeah. You want a certain thing. They really want it because the next menu item, double jalapenos. <laughs> wow. This pizza is a true nightmare. <laughs> so it, it is a prank. 
So, so all we have is double buffalo sauce and double jalapeno. Okay. I did not think it was a prank at all. And again, what is the, the prank is just this pizza doesn't look especially good. Is it that you're just going to pay for the pizza <laughs> anyway? And then be like, well, I didn't order a pizza, but I'd like one. So, so the I'll pizza take it. is vegetarian. And then vegetarian. you get it inside and it sucks. I think I would eat that pizza. I'm afraid I'm not done. Oh. <laughs> so next one, now, maybe from a consistency standpoint, you don't want this, but mushrooms. Mushrooms is fine. Okay. I don't especially think mushrooms and double jalapenos and extra buffalo sauce is my number one flavor profile, but mushrooms take on flavor from everything, so that's fine. Yeah. Next item, double pineapple. Okay. All right. The doubles are really weird. I Have you ever ordered double of, of topping well, on a pizza? I didn't know it was an option. I, yeah, honestly, I don't <laughs> think I did either. Um, okay, I don't think this pizza sounds that bad. I think it sounds kind of good. Well, how about I give you some more details? Okay. <laughs> okay. Next, two boring ones next. Onions. Okay. And Roma tomatoes. I think this is a good pizza. Now, I... Double jalapenos and extra buffalo sauce? How can that lead to a good pizza? I would only want one jalapeno and I guess one buffalo sauce. I think it's going to be good because jalapenos and pineapple are like the greatest combination, you know, outside of banana pepper and pineapple. Well, how about I tempt you by adding (laughs) double pork? No, now I hate it. And now... Here's the most egregious, and this has to prove this is a prank. The final menu item, no cheese. Ew. (laughs) (laughs) That's so gross. I love it. Oh, my God. So I was a teenager. I think, like, that's the only uh, Double buffalo sauce, jalapenos, and no cheese. Yeah. Is this even a – is this a pizza? It's round bread. Is there anything else to suggest this is a pizza? It's really gross. Um, it's not a pizza. Maybe they're going to take the six wings and just roll it in, in their Maybe pizza. the bread is just a bowl, but it's like literally a bread bowl. And yeah. You're not going to eat it. You're just scooping. Uh, I will say there's one other pizza. It's not as interesting. I'll run through this much more quickly. Okay. Another medium pan pizza. Double jalapeno. So the one thing they know, don't order a pizza if it doesn't have double, double Give jalapeno. Give it to me. And then what's your favorite? Like we got double pork on one. We shouldn't do double pork on both. I'll get double chicken. That's a really good thing to get on a pizza. Yeah. And then like that's that's probably good, right? Do we need anything else? Oh, no. you definitely do. No, nothing else. No sauce, no cheese. That's it? That's it. So this is literally just bread with jalapenos and chicken on it. And they paid cash. They paid $40.85. That's kind of expensive. Like for Pizza Hut? Honestly, as someone who's ordered Pizza Hut in the last month, I'm pretty sure this is one of those things where they didn't order it right. And if you go in and like look at like the coupons, you can get your medium pizza super cheap. But if you just go through the menu, it's like, oh, yeah, medium pizza, oh, yeah. 14 bucks, and then we start adding toppings. Yeah, it's you got to do spin. it on, like, whatever day. Yeah, yeah, you got you got to do the coupons and pick it all out. But either way, so do you think it's conceivable 
like this is not one person's order. This is multiple people who are like, you know what's good? It's first off, if you order Pizza Hut, don't get any cheese. <laughs> we know well, that. Well, maybe they're lactose intolerant. Okay, so like when you were starting this story, I was like painting a picture of a person. Immediately I was like, this is a man. Like it never occurred to me that it wasn't. And then I was like, oh, it's just like, a, this is going to be like a story about a sad guy. And he like, maybe he has a weak tummy. <laughs> so he can't have... This guy has the strongest stomach in the world. Well, but you started with the bear chicken. <laughs> and I was like, but I'm not going to bring up diarrhea. So I'm just going to like hold it. And I'll sit here. But then you kept going. And I was like, okay, this person is just lonely and hungry. And the chicken's for his dog. And that's why it's bear. But now that I've gone all the way, I just don't know what to say. It's got to be a teenager. First off. Or a set of teenagers. If you gave a dog a pizza that had double jalapenos and double buffalo sauce, what do you think would be the result? There's two words. That's exactly right. No, the the plain chicken is for the dog. But no, you're exactly right. The plain, honestly, that does make sense. Although, aren't you, aren't, isn't everybody scared about giving their dogs, like, stuff with bones because they'll fucking choke on them or something? Isn't that a thing? Yeah, people are scared about that. That's true. Yeah, but, but it could just be some teen who doesn't, he's like, ah, Harvey, yeah. he's a smart, smart dog. He's not going to do anything dumb. But I've seen smart people give dogs crazy things. Go so, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> well, like, last night, my friends, I had some friends over and, um, maybe not unrelated to the dog diarrhea. Like my friend Cindy was like, can I give Taylor French fries? And I was like, no. And then, but then she was begging and I was like, I guess so. So that's both me and my friend who was like, this is a good idea. The dog wants this. And I've seen multiple people give dogs just whole pieces of pizza. I don't per- currently own a dog if I did. I would not give it whole pieces of pizza. Uh, you shouldn't. And if I did, it would not be any of these fucking broke-ass pieces. These pizzas are terrible. I think it's a teen... I think it's a teenager or two, like, having fun. Um, or, like, being, like... I don't know. Like, were you ever, when you were a kid, like, you thought you made a funny joke and you ordered something funny at a restaurant, but then, like... You just had to you, eat it. You ordered it, so you like had to have it. Yeah, I definitely did that. Yeah, like I feel like it's like a lesson you have to learn. So like maybe it was like some fourteen-year-old's parent was like, "You order the pizza." <laughs> <laughs> they like, did it. I like the idea that it's like some fourteen-year-old, and then the pizza comes. And the kid's like, I don't want to answer the door, Dad. Can't you do it? And then the dad answers the door, and it's just the cops. And it's like, you fucking ordered it. You're going to jail. We've There's no way you're okay. You ordered the shitty really pizza gross. straight to jail. We know. what You're you're your fucking predator or something. We'll figure out what you did after you get there. I just, there's so many doubles. <laughs> Who wants any of that? I don't. It's gross. Some of those flavor combos are good, but... Um, I really like jalapenos on a pizza. They're so good, and so are pineapples. I'm so, not a pineapple on a pizza guy, but like a jalapeno and garlic pizza is like one of my main go-tos for like a good flavor profile. 
I yeah. can't imagine. Just do you ever need double and then also more? Like this pizza is only toppings. I would definitely do double banana pepper, and I would do double pineapple. Where where do you order a pizza that has banana peppers? Uh, a little place I like to call Domino's. I don't think I've ever had banana peppers on a pizza. It's really I love good. Banana peppers. It's really good. It's not offered everywhere. Papa John's did it too, but I'm, you know, I'm off Papa John's. You're not down with Papa. <laughs> no, I'm not you down don't with care the Papa. His actions. <laughs> yeah, I guess that's the line Subway would have to cross. So if Jared's to to, like... is the N word, then you're out. <laughs> yeah. But if he rapes children, that's okay. I mean, they, I didn't know at the. <laughs> I don't think he had like power. He yeah, I guess it, just because those were the mascots doesn't necessarily mean they're exactly the same. Yeah. Um, you you were like, we were just giving our money to Papa John, and we probably shouldn't have done that. Yeah, definitely not. Yeah. He's Whereas Jared, wild. I mean, he just got a check and it was done. I don't think he had like owned some of the company. If yeah. I'm wrong, uh, don't correct me. Don't. Correct me. <laughs> um, but I, I I believe we're coming up. On the end, Margaret, I've had a fantastic time. Thank you so much for coming on. Thank you for having me. I feel like we really found our groove at the end, and I'm sorry the beginning was so boring. I I concede nothing. I think this was a great show (laughs) the whole way through. Um, Do you have anything you'd like to plug? Uh, Well, I guess I'll plug Name That Noodle. Um, That's my – I think they're called Finstas. Finstas? Isn't that what the kids call their, like, real Instagram? Oh, did you say Finsta? Yeah. I thought you said Thinsta with a T-H. Oh, no. Not a noodle account. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I was like, is this some weird pun? But no, yes, Finsta, I believe that is accurate. Yeah. Name that noodle's cool. Maybe I'll get it going. I'd plug that. Um, uh, I don't really have that much else going on. I just made this drawing. Uh, too bad you guys can't see it. It's a really good drawing. <laughs> it's really cool. Um, uh, I, I will. I will second Margaret's plug. Name that noodle. No spaces on Instagram. It's really good content, and she's going to be posting a lot. It sounds like. Yeah, so lots of noodles. Check that out. Maybe also. I'm not like. I think I don't know if you can change the name of an Instagram account, or like to add on to, or maybe you just put stuff in the bio. I feel like if it was also like a banana pepper account, that'd be okay. You could post both. I gotta think about that. If there's like no, what would I want the people to say? How about this? You could post a picture of a pepper and be like, "Banana pepper?" Question and then people mark? could weigh in. <laughs> I I think maybe that's an account you should start, but I'll follow it. I, I, it seems like you're the one running into all the... I didn't even know I could get banana peppers on my pizza, and now I'm very excited to do it, and I'm going to be checking everywhere. I, I, yeah. I ordered from a large assortment of uh, pizza places, and so now I think this is just going to be my new thing, is first step, y'all got those <laughs> banana peppers. God, I eat so much pizza, it's stupid. Uh, you got to check. What are you plugging? Uh, my plug is uh, Apple Arcade. Do you have Apple Arcade? No, is that, is that is that a thing? Was going to be my question. It is a thing. Yes, it is uh, a service from Apple where you can get if you pay five dollars a month, uh, you can get your first month for free, and then there's just a whole bunch of games that oh. you can play. 
and you can play them on your phone or your iPad. And I had heard about a game that had come out a while ago called Sayonara Wild Hearts, a rhythm game that's uh, set to very fun dance music and has a very 80s aesthetic. And I had heard and wanted to play it, and I went to buy it, and it was like, don't buy it. Sign up for uh, <clears throat> Apple Arcade. And so I checked that out, and I had a great time with that. And I've also played a couple other games. Uh, I don't know if you ever played a game called Mini Metro, where you simulated a uh, rail service, commuter rail in a city. Uh, is that like SimCity? Uh, much, much more simple. Like, like a descendant of it? Uh, sort of, but it, it, it's a much more like a basic puzzle game than a real simulation. Hmm. I'll but look there's, into it. there's a new version called Mini Motorways now where you do a highway system instead of those subway trains. But it's puzzles? It's I would consider it mostly a puzzle game, but it is pretty open-ended. It's kind of a, a meeting of the two genres, perhaps. I pretty much exclusively like games that are like designed for 12-year-olds. Well, you might like more. Have you played What the Golf? Uh-uh. It's a fun game. It is a. It acts like it's a golf game, but it's really a very basic, simple puzzle game in which you have to figure out what you are doing instead of playing golf in every level. Oh. It looks like you're going to play golf, but then like in this round, it turns out that instead of you hitting the ball, you're actually hitting the guy who is, has a club in his hand. You have to shoot him into the hole. Okay, and stuff I like, like that. that. It's That's very the one silly I'm and fun. Try. And then my final one, the most complicated game, is Outlanders, which is a survival uh, city planning simulation closer to, but still much simpler than a SimCity or something. Huh. Uh, but I've really enjoyed all of these, and the idea that I can play all four of these games and many others for... Uh, f I'm still in my free preview, and I played these and loved them, but I'm definitely going to continue paying the $5 a month. Yeah. Uh, most of these, I think, would be pretty intensive on an iPhone, but I believe you have the option to do it. I, I, I have an older iPad, certainly has, you know, runs the battery down, but you can get away with it. Yeah. If you have a new iPad, you can do whatever the hell you want. I don't. But, uh, yeah, you can, you can play all these, and I've had a great time with it, and if nothing else, you know, it's certainly worth the, uh, the, the free trial month period. So, highly recommend it. I hope people check That's it out. That's a good plug. I guess I have a related statement. It's not that related. Um, but if any of you listeners who don't really know me, but you know Michael, have noticed that Michael is asking you like to be his friend on a dumb game, that's me. Because um, I play on his work iPad, <laughs> and sometimes I have to like go to Facebook to ask for lives, and it's actually Michael. <laughs> what, what, what dumb games do you play on Michael's iPad? I don't know. I play something called Gardenscapes, which is like... For sure, for 12-year-olds. Um, but I know he told me, like, one person I was asking for lives went to law school with him. Um, it was just, like, some woman. And then I play some game called Design Home, which is just, like, advertising for furniture. You just, like, design a room, and then you have to, like, pick. You use, like, fake coins to, like, buy a couch. But they all have links to the actual website where you could buy the couch. <laughs> How do you think the 19-year-old version of you would have felt about the fact that in the future Ugh. you'd play a game where you used fake coins to buy fake couches that were also real couches? Man, she would have been so disappointed. <laughs> but but also she probably would have been disappointed in how the world turned out. So whose fault is it really? 
So true. There is a down note to go out on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but, uh, and again, as we talked about, a lot of podcasts, a lot of fun, silly podcasts would want to come back around and find a happy note. But keep in mind, this is a news outlet. There's your fucking news. The world sucks. Yeah, the world sucks. Don't give your dog french fries. Uh, and I don't know. Someone might be catfishing you for pizza. I didn't consider that. <laughs> What if what if somebody just put this order out and was like, you know, every fucking white man in America has a podcast. If I put this out, I'll be able to figure out who owns JohnnyR at gmail.com because he'll fucking talk about it. And he's such a dumbass. He'll just say what it is. Yeah, I mean, that might be. That's a I'm brilliant plan. Ruined. Yeah, it's a great plan. And I, it sounds like they deserve my money more than I do. So maybe yeah. it's all for the best. Honestly, I know you want to get off, but I just think it's really a good get that you have Johnny R. At Gmail, I was uh, extremely early. I got a, I got an invite from a guy who had a moderately prominent blog when they started doing their initial invites to blog oh, wow. owners on only, and so I got right in and was at the time very excited. Like, this Gmail thing is going to be big, Johnny R. Now yeah. I, I wish I didn't have it. It's I wish I could transfer everything over, but it's so much work. Yeah, I have, like, probably, like, nine Gmail accounts, and I've, like, tried to transfer so many times, and it's just not ever going to happen. Yeah. Oh, well. Oh, well. Somehow, even <laughs> a bigger downer than the previous exit. <laughs> the previous of, like, by the way, who sure to live in a dystopian nightmare? Huh? Yeah. But also, these fucking emails. How am I going to get these changed around? Probably never yeah. happen. I'm yeah. sure I'll die before I figure out how to not be JohnnyR at gmail.com. Oh, right? my God. It's a nightmare. It is a nightmare. Yeah. Well, I don't know. Maybe next time we can talk about all my Gmail addresses. Next time we will talk. I hope that it's not. I don't know. It was like two fucking years ago when we did this before. Let's not make it so long again. Well, thanks for the invite. I had an excellent time. Me too. All right. Cool. Best wishes in the intervening days.